You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're going to be talking about a mindset shift that might sound a little weird at first, and that is we need to shift from truth to perception. Yeah, not something you normally hear. If this is your first time listening to Her Leadership Coach, or even if it's been a while, you might not have heard I launched the Her Leadership Way Manifesto about a month back now. It's a simple printable guide that keeps you focused on the three principles and nine shifts that form the foundation for being a leader from the inside out. Uh, Getting great feedback from the Her Leadership Way Manifesto. So if you don't have your copy yet, you will find the link in today's show notes or you're um, free to send me a message and I will get the link to you as soon as I can. Today, however, we're looking at the first of the three supporting shifts for our second principle, which is we take 100% responsibility. And the supporting shift is we need to shift from thinking everything we think and believe is actually true to understanding that almost all of it is in fact our perception of how things are. Now, we've all been there, right? We believe something to be true only to find out later that it was completely wrong. Imagine you've been singing along to your favorite song for years, convinced that you know all the lyrics by heart, and then one day you hear someone else singing that same song and realize that the words you've been singing are not the actual lyrics. Has that ever happened to you? I once knew someone who thought cold chisel, which for those of you that are not in Australia or New Zealand, is an Australian rock band, They were singing Keep Climbing Mountain Goat rather than the actual lyric of Cheap Wine and a Three-Day Growth. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but they really thought that that was the lyrics. When you find out what the lyrics actually are, it's as if a whole new reality has been revealed to you. There's a whole different slant from a Keep Climbing Mountain Goat to a Cheap Wine and a Three-Day Growth. Uh, And often you're shocked to discover that your perception of the song was not accurate. So similarly in life, right? We often believe our thoughts, our beliefs, our perceptions of the world to be true without question. And it's only when we challenge these assumptions and seek out different perspectives that we might actually be surprised to find that our understanding of the world, how it works, and ourselves in it is probably not as accurate as we've always thought. Just like the misheard lyrics, our beliefs and perceptions can be distorted and limited, and they lead us to a limited and inaccurate understanding of reality. The good thing is the world becomes a lot more exciting and you see so many more possibilities in it when we open up our minds to 
new ideas, to understanding that what we might believe might not be true. Sometimes, though, it's really hard to do that, right? To see something that we've believed all our life as a belief. We've known it for so long, we simply think it's true. A good example of this, a lot of my clients believe that, or used to believe, that being in a leadership role means that they're going to be spending more time away from their families than the current role they're in, right? They look at a leadership role as time consuming. And so they have this blocker because of that uh, belief, which they see as a truth uh, to getting a leadership role. And I totally get that because so many of the leaders we see do work longer hours. So on the surface, it appears as if that belief is actually a truth. The thing that I learned, though, uh, before I stepped into a leadership role, and certainly now, was that being an effective leader doesn't mean you have to work long hours. In fact, I strongly believe that if you're working longer hours as a leader, then something's gone wrong somewhere right? So shifting that truth, what we think of as a truth to understanding that, oh, that's just a belief. It's not true, can shift your whole reality and can go take you from, oh, yeah, I don't know that I really wanted to be a leader because I have this value with my family to, hmm, if it's not going to be any different from where I am now, why don't I go for it? Okay, so how might we start to uncover when something is a perception or a belief or a story and might not actually be true? Here's a few clues to look out for. So overgeneralization. You've probably been there. You have a bad experience with something and suddenly you're convinced it's the worst thing ever. But... Before you write off an entire category of experiences, remember that overgeneralizing something can mean you miss out on important information that might have actually changed your mind. So let's say you had a bad experience with a group project back in university or college, depending on where you're from, where everyone else was slacking off and you had to do all the work. They were fun times, weren't they? Um, But it's easy to think from that experience that all group projects are just a waste of time. And I've learned from experience that is definitely not the case. In fact, mostly it's not the case. Occasionally it is. So when you can shift your belief and go, yeah, all right, that is an overgeneralization. I've taken that one experience and extrapolated to to all of my experiences and future experiences, yeah, maybe I'll give it another try. And maybe the next time I do a team project, it'll be a total success. Okay, next clue is confirmation bias. Now, this one's a classic and we have this amplified by social media and the wonderful algorithms that drive it. It's about how we all love to be right. And I feel like we're in a a world at the moment where rightness is an epidemic. It's crazy. Sometimes, though, that need to be right means we only look for information that backs up 
what we already believe. Or in the case of our social media algorithms, they're literally only showing us information that backs up what we already believe. So it's compounding our confirmation bias. So as an example, if you're a firm believer in natural remedies for health and wellness, or you think natural remedies are all an entire hoax, you're only going to look for information that supports your existing beliefs. But you don't want to be so quick to dismiss other perspectives. What if you heard about a new study, for example, that contradicts whatever your beliefs are? Would you ignore it and stick to your original beliefs? Or would you consider the information and maybe broaden your understanding? It's always good to keep an open mind and give all the facts a fair listen. I think we often find that the truth is somewhere in the middle when we've got a strong belief one way or the other. Uh, my husband's really good at this, right? He will listen to podcasts, he reads articles, he follows people on social media who have very opposite viewpoints to what he does. And he says to me, it's to make sure he doesn't stay in his little bubble. Uh, and, you know, he does a really good job of it. Okay, third, third clue that we might be able to see we're looking at something as a belief and thinking it's true is called the halo effect. When we make snap judgments, the halo effect takes these snap judgments to a whole new level. It's... When you form a positive opinion of someone based on just one thing you like about them, and this happens often, uh, even in interviews at work when you're meeting new people. So, for example, let's say you've just met your new boss and they have such a magnetic personality. It makes everyone feel at ease. They've got this charisma, right? And so you might think, oh, well, they're really charming. So clearly they're an amazing leader. But what if they're not so great at making tough decisions or delegating tasks or handling difficult conversations or giving feedback? Just because someone shines in one area doesn't mean they're a total superstar across the board. And yet we often extrapolate again from that first impression out to a whole personality and then we believe it's true. And it's very difficult to shift our belief of truth to understanding that that original perception was just that, a perception, right? Okay, so that's some clues that you can look out for. Uh, there's definitely other clues around this. Um, you know, this is a podcast. We've got limited time. We do go into some more of them in the Accelerate Your Leadership Academy. But now that we've covered some of those clues that our beliefs may not be true, let's talk about why we believe them in the first place. So a lot of it comes down to past experiences. Our past experiences have the power to shape our beliefs and can sometimes hold us back from trying new things. For example, if you had a traumatic experience in a previous leadership role, so I know some of you have had leadership roles in your past, had children like me, stepped out of the leadership role, and then you're heading back towards one now. If you've had a bad experience in that, you might start to believe that being a leader just isn't worth it. Or you might believe that you're 
the problem. You're simply not cut out to be a leader. But hey, no two situations are the same, right? We go back to that idea of overgeneralization. So it's worth giving it another shot, especially if you've learned to apply the Her Leadership Way manifesto in the meantime, right? (laughs) Things have changed since then. So why else might we have these beliefs that things are true and not beliefs? Um, Emotional reactions. So our beliefs can become intertwined with our emotions and it makes it really tough to change our perspective. So an example for this one is if you think of a celebrity or two who have been in the news for some controversial behavior, there's kind of no shortage of them. Despite a lot of reports, evidence suggesting that these celebrities have acted inappropriately in some way or another, their fans still hold on to their original beliefs that this celebrity, their idol, is totally innocent and that any evidence to the contrary must be fake. This is why I think we have a lot of the the Me Too movement and, you know, I, I stand with her, I believe her, because often it's about celebrities who people have this emotional attachment to in some way. And so they cannot possibly think that they would do anything wrong. It can really cloud their judgment and and they think, "Mm, no, not true. Um, They couldn't possibly have done that. Okay. And the third one is cognitive dissonance. And this is about uh, feeling uncomfortable at the heart of it. So let's say you're a career woman who firmly believes that success means having a successful career. Like that's the definition of success for you. It's how you've been brought up. However, you also value spending time with your family because that's also part of your upbringing, right? Suddenly there's a demanding project at work that would require you to work overtime and unfortunately it's going to mean missing your daughter's school play. Now that dilemma creates this internal conflict as you're both wanting to achieve success in your career and be there for your daughter. So instead of re-evaluating your beliefs, you're probably going to cling to that strong belief that a successful career is important even more strongly than you did before. And then ignore any evidence, so for example, missing your daughter's school play, that suggests otherwise. So to resolve that internal conflict you're feeling, You start to give yourself excuses, right? You could tell yourself, ah, missing one school play, that won't hurt. Um, And it's only going to make me a better role model for my daughter in the long run. That's cognitive dissonance in action. So by clinging to your belief there that it's a truth, you're missing out on other perspectives and other potential solutions, such as... Maybe in that instance, you can negotiate with your boss to find a way to do the work without sacrificing the school play. Or maybe you could see that you can have a successful career without this one project. Or even seeing that success can be defined in many different ways. So by clinging to that belief, you're really limiting your personal growth and your ability to adapt to new situations. Okay, so the last reason we're going to touch on for this episode about why we might hold on to a particular belief is all to do with our memories. 
One common fact that a lot of people believe to be true, but actually isn't, is that our memories are accurate representations of events that have happened to us. The thing is, research has shown that our memories are often constructed and then reconstructed over time. And so each time we recall that memory, we don't put it back untouched. Each time we recall that memory, it can be influenced by our emotions, our whatever expectations we have at that time, whatever beliefs we have at that time. And so when we put it back where it came from, it's actually changed. And every time we bring it out and remember it and then put it away again, it's changed again. So that means that over a period of time, it could be quite different as a, as a memory that you think is true from what really happened. There have been studies that have found that even eyewitness testimony can be unreliable and actually leads to wrongful convictions. And this is because our memories, even the forming of them in the first place, can be influenced by things like stress, uh, what kind of anxiety you're under, the questions that are asked by the investigators at the time. All of that can lead to a distorted recollection of events. So it's really important to understand that our memories are not always an accurate reflection of reality. And it is important to seek out other perspectives and other sources of information to gain a more sort of rounded understanding of the truth. Now, I've recorded a whole episode on this topic. So if you're interested, I will leave the link to that in the show notes. It is from another podcast that I was doing, um, but it's like it's such a fascinating topic to me. So if you're interested, go and have a listen. All right. I want to leave you with a simple action that you can take to start uncovering your beliefs and stories so you can see them as your beliefs and stories, as your perception, rather than as a universal truth. And that is, do what my husband does. Seek out diverse perspectives. It's one of the best ways to challenge your beliefs and see things from a different point of view. So follow people on social media who have different experiences, backgrounds, and opinions, and be open to allowing that to broaden your perspective. There's no point doing this and being closed off and looking for reasons that they are wrong and you are right. Kind of defeats the purpose. Um, but join groups that have members from diverse backgrounds. Make sure you have surrounded yourself at work and with colleagues that have diverse backgrounds and talk to them about how they see the world and how they see something that you're working on right now. Read books, read articles, anything that challenges your views will help you broaden your understanding and give you a more nuanced perspective of the world. All right, thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about shifting from believing your own thoughts and stories are true to understand there's a whole lot of other ways of seeing things, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? We would love to have you join us. You'll find the link to that in the show notes as well as the link to the manifesto and to that podcast episode about memories that I was talking about. Uh, so lots to go to the show notes for. 
If you got value out of this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could share it with others. I love being able to help other women get into leadership roles, be the leader that they were meant to be, are meant to be. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you will know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others to find the show as well. So I would really appreciate it if you could do that. Until next week, continue to lead the way, her way.